Greetings, fellow Slingers. It is I, your trusted DM, Brian, welcoming you back once again to the show. And wow, do we have a great episode for you this evening. But before we begin, I want to let each and every one of you know that I have recently brought up to both Koosh and Junior the possibility of running an alternate system. Something like uh, Call of Cthulhu or Starfinder or Delta Green or possibly just a different edition of D&D. You know, there are all kinds of other systems that I haven't played yet, obviously because my bread and butter is D&D, but that's not to say I'm not interested in other systems. And I would really like to see what everybody else's thought is on that. Give me some kind of a feedback on that. Let me know what you think. Maybe if you'd like to hear myself and the other hard slingers play some kind of Starfinder, or I heard Delta Green is a really cool game, and I would really like to check that out. But I just want to make sure that that's something that, that all of you out there would really like to see us delve into. As always, you can get in touch with me at worldhard20podcast at gmail.com and let me know what you what you think about it. Also, don't forget, whenever you hear us roll the first hard 20 on the episode, be sure to tag or tweet the show and send me the link and we'll send you that D20 as well as a sticker and a gold doubloon from that show. Okay? Well, I think you've all waited long enough, so warm up your dice and top off your glass as Roll the Hard 20 podcast presents our Carrion Crown run-through, episode 39. Who wants some more asked? Cheers on. Let's let's do this test, yeah. Make sure that Siri's ready for us again. I am I am a fanboy of Japanese autos. Especially Corollas, but they do not live up to their big JDM fan. Yes. I'm a fanboy of a second beer. Stand by beer. Stand by. Anyone want to stand by? I just gotta paint a fucking rising flag on the front of it. You wanna stand by? Uh, I'm alright for right now. <laughs> okay. I'll see where I'm at, like In 10 30, 45 minutes. Okay. You gonna crack those things or no? Oh. <laughs> so we rebuilt the mixer. Oh, fuck. Nice. Junior was there in spirit. That's right. Guiding me by te- via text. <laughs> You're doing it all wrong. You could do this. My place next time. Are we ready? I am ready. 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 Ooh. Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to World of Hard 20 podcast, episode 39 of our Carrying Crown run through. I am your trusted DM, Brian, and with me, the Hard Slingers. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I want to give a shout out to David Radke. He's running his group through the Carrying Crown. He actually contacted me via Messenger. And asked me some questions about running them through Harrowstone and other things in Raven Grill. And it was just kind of cool that to know that somebody out there is not only listening to the show, but actually likes it. So thanks a lot, David. I hope uh, any insight we could give you, feel free to write in again. Yeah, don't think about Kendra the way Alice did. It's all his. Was Kendra part of the AP or is she just something you added? No, she's part of the AP. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's mine. And she might be dead. 
<laughs> she definitely is dead. You don't know that. We didn't find a body, so... That's right. That's Not convinced true. she's alive. That's yeah. the only thing. <laughs> well, you know, there's all kinds of things that go on. <laughs> oh, well, um, Even if she's alive, it's not the life she wants. Well, I, I had messaged David, and I asked him, you know, I want to make sure what system he was running his group through, and he said it was through Pathfinder. And I said, cool, I want to, you know, drop you a, a little shout-out. He says he's re-listening to Journey Through More Doors. Because <laughs> 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 I, I had mentioned to him that that... that Prison has so many doors. So. <laughs> Check out the website, Dave. You, you enjoy the the pictures of the what we try to do by placing all these doors on the map. I think even Kush is like, yeah, thanks a lot, Paizo. We appreciate that. <laughs> so when we last left off, you were with Barrister Cable in his personal office, and he recruited you as investigative clerks for the defense. That's what you wanted to write down, That's wasn't it? Was, That's yeah. what you're looking for. <laughs> he rises up from his chair, and he indicates towards a huge white wig that's on a post behind him. And he says, When I don that tomorrow during the trial, I will need some sort of insight as to what happened in Morass that expands on this, these sparse recollections. And he kind of tosses a real thin folder on the desk. According to what the investigative clerks for the court have discovered, it's basically a slam-shut case against the beast. And unless we could come up with something, something that had been overlooked, perhaps, I feel it will be all for naught. Do you have, uh, in this file, is there anything with the beast's family members or close friends? Well, as far as everybody in Leopardstad knows, the Beast has no family. Uh, the only thing in that file right there are the witness statements that implicate that it was the Beast that was responsible for the murder of those ten villagers a year ago. Do they call them out by name? How, how are they referred? They just say the Beast? Well, they do say the Beast. Uh, I believe that, well, I know for a fact that the prosecutor, Hager, he's going to have several witnesses on the stand tomorrow, several of the villagers, including the village elder. He will be testifying. They will all be testifying that it was the beast they saw doing the things that it did as far as killing off their villagers. Do we have the list of those people? Well, the village elder's name is Lazne. As far as the other ones, they go by obscure names. I mean, the... Those villagers there, I hate to say it, but they're very incestual there. Their, their bloodline is highly suspect. Fouled. Well, they, they have an enormous amount of uh, resilience. They seem to, to live for a very long time. I, we always believed it was because they were keeping their bloodline so close together. Just need the right plague. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Does the defense have any witnesses them, like ourselves? Or do we have anyone that like can vouch for the beast saying that he was in another location? Unfortunately, that is why I'm at such a loss for tomorrow's trial because we have nobody that will come to the to the defense of the beast. Everybody that is coming to the trial is a witness 
to the actions that the beast has done to them, whether it was at the village of Morast or, or the farming community of Herkstag or the sanctuary on Carb Isle, all these, all these people that have been murdered by the beast all testify. The only person who did not, could not visually say that, yes, that's him on the stand, is poor Carl. He, uh, obviously, he lost his sight. Well, we have information of three places. Hmm. We can investigate. A quick question about the villagers. Is there any way that they could have seen what the beast looks like um, had he not gone to that particular village? Is there, are there posters of him about that they would have seen and recognized him from? Well, I would imagine that a lot of the description of the beast comes from first-hand visualization of the creature as it made its way through whatever destruction it wrought or, or as I believe, whatever help it gave to people along the way hmm. and eventually the embellishment of what it once looked like as opposed to how it is now. A lot of things tend to vary. Hmm. But one thing that is consistent amongst all of the, uh, the witnesses is that this big shambling put together man who matches the description of the beast is the one who wrought these heinous acts upon the people. All right, understood. But they can't confirm nor deny the fact that it was truly him, though. When you see the beast, there will be no denying what this, this creature looks like. As I promised you, uh, perhaps we should go meet our client. Yeah. There is one thing. I implore you to look into Morast and hope that you can find something that the investigative clerks originally missed. Some bit of evidence that can exonerate the creature. If, if you can't, then I don't know. But that part of the trial starts tomorrow. Now, follow me, please. He opens the door and he leads you out. And as you come out, you look down and you see that there's a man with several folders under his arm. And he's opening the door to the Northwest office. And he looks out and he sees the four of you and he sees the barrister behind you and he says, Well, good afternoon, Gustav. I hope you're not calling it an early day already. Good afternoon, Otto. No, I was just just, just getting my invest, investigative clerks familiar with the case. Well, investigative clerks for the defense, I presume. After all, I have no need for such clerks. And who might the four of you be? I look around, I see a well-covered man. I see two elves and a well-oiled man, who I might get to know later, for perhaps a stiff lager, yeah? yeah we'll see. Good, good. Oh, mine. <laughs> mine, God. <laughs> mine, God. <laughs> well, I don't suppose the good barrister has told you all of the things his angelic client is wrongfully accused of? We, we got the gist of it. Really? 
on you can appreciate the lost souls in Moast, in Hergstad, in Kab Isle. You can sleep well knowing you're trying to free this, this creature, this guilty creature, with witnesses all over the place. We must investigate them first. Well, you're going to need all the help you can get. Didn't the last seven clients of yours end up better pendulums than people? There was the last six, Otto. Well, (laughs) it's only a matter of time. (laughs) A bit of a joke. Then again, so are you. And he goes into the office and closes the door behind him. Where's this office, by the way? A-19. A- A-19. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I'm so- sorry for Otto. He can be a bit uh, bit rough around the edges, but he, he is a good prosecutor. And uh, please, f- follow me, please. And he leads you across the courtroom to the door in the southeast corner. As he opens it up, you see this 15 by 15 foot room. It's got a cabinet against the south wall and a ladder leading up to a trap door above you. Another door in the south wall and in the northwest corner is a narrow spiraling staircase that descends down. And he says, after you. Is he pointing down the stairs? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, then I'll go downstairs. As you guys start, does everybody go downstairs? Yeah. yeah. As you guys start making your way down, you notice that... Uh, you continue to, to descend, and you seem to be going deeper than where the first floor would be. You keep going down, down, and the air starts to get damp. And eventually, a spiral staircase deposits you in the middle of a huge 35-foot by 35-foot cellar. It's ceiling some 15 feet above the flagstone floor. And you can tell that this cellar has been converted to a jail long ago. And it's just what you imagine it would be. You see an open cupboard against a southern wall which contains numerous small torture devices like thumb screws and pliers, rubber mallets, the Lepidstead phone book, just rubber hoses, all these, these things. I want to know more about the Lepidstead phone book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you see that the three cells against the northern wall are all empty, but a large 15 by 15 foot cage that dominates the southern corner was no doubt built to detain groups of prisoners and it is currently home to just one special guest. Oh, it's a big boy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The towering abomination known as the Beast of Lebedstad sits in an iron chair bound with no less than a dozen sets of manacles. You see that Stitching is holding together this grotesque patchwork of flesh and bone and beast and man, though the wires are so taut that they look as though they're about to fly apart at any moment. Its mouth is twisted in this permanent sneer, and a shock of lank, dark hair clings to its scalp. The creature slumps in its chair and despondent expression upon its monstrous face. It looks like it's been severely beaten and it's covered in flies. It just smells, just reeks of piss and feces, just eking out past the bars of this thing. And you hear it mumbling something. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And it just keeps going over and over again. 
Uh, Barrister Cable. Uh, has this man been attended to recently? It looks like he's just left here to fester. Well, the gods come down and throw morsels at him. Whatever lands on his face, he eats, and he basically defecates and urinates on himself. The only time he was ever brought before the court was when he was first incarcerated, and then he was subjected to being down here. Tomorrow will be the first day he'll actually be brought up to the courthouse itself for the trial. Perhaps I can help clean him up and clean up his wounds, but we're going to have to set that up, I'm sure, with the powers that be. Yes, I... I have no doubt that you understand how they would not let me have access to his cell, let alone touch him. But as a doctor... That is possible. I mean, we could possibly speak to some of the, uh, one of the court clerks and see if we can get you a pass to perhaps help him. Uh, Of course we'll need my my companions, because this... I I don't think I need to be there. Well, you don't know. You can get a pass if you want, but <laughs> anyone else wants to be there to help. Yeah, I'll join the doctor. Everyone will. Well, I'm, I'm afraid that that wouldn't be up to me. I mean, it would have to be run by both the prosecution as well as one of the three justices and the herald of the court. I'm saying is do your best to make oh, you him want presentable me. for court. I see what you're saying. It would be a shame to see such a loving creature be pushed into the punishing man. Dirty. Is Cable laughing? <laughs> <laughs> Is that in character? <laughs> no, that wasn't in character. <laughs> he just keeps repeating that murmuring. I, I, I have no idea what he's saying, but... Sounds like he's saying he didn't do it. What? It sounds like he's saying he didn't do it. That's possible. I thought he said, I did a doo-doo. It could but be both. He probably alternates. It's 50-50. Either way, the doctor's here to clean him up. <laughs> well, with not much time left, I would suggest that you make haste towards Morast and see if there's anything left behind there that perhaps was overlooked. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Um, we had questions for him, didn't we? You can No. You can actually, do whatever you want. From from last session. Yeah. I just want to go to Morast and What questions did you have there, Talos? Uh I don't know. I thought other people had questions and I was just gonna think of them. <laughs> did you do this? <laughs> Trying to buy time, huh? <laughs> yeah, but I well I mean someone was asking, can we meet the <laughs> can um, we meet the beast? Actually since we're down there. We did just meet the beast. <laughs> Can I make a perception to see what's enabling him from actually speaking? Is it just him or... Tell me what kind of check you want to make and uh, give me a description of it. I would assume because he's pretty much Frankenstein's monster from what it sounds like. Well, is it like a mechanical thing or is it... uh, I don't know. Would that be medicine, perception? uh, you, You, You pick whatever skill you want, but tell me how you want to employ that skill to the check. Pick a skill and I'll help. Uh, perception works. Um, I want to see if there is 
Since he's robotic, I mean, is there like a mechanic? No, he's not robotic. No, he's he's no. like Frankenstein. He's, he's Frankenstein. He's so flesh he's, and bone, but he's yeah. held together with a, with wire and what stuff. Do you, have, do you have nature? Do you have medicine? I have uh, medicine. Uh, <laughs> the druids, unfortunately, is not that great at nature. It's Put, not as strong point. Put Tonrex in there. I, and I am in the head, no? <laughs> I'll do medicine. See if I know what's preventing him from actually speaking. Are you proficient in medicine? Yes. Roll uh, with advantage. Doctor will help. If he can. That is 17. 17. And you want to know how he's speaking or what's enabling him? What's enabling speak? him from speaking? Like, is like his jaw like not attached right? Is oh, what's he, like, preventing mis- him from speaking? Yeah, like enunciating uh, words. From, very good. You can tell that the lower jaw, the lower mandible, is not of the same skin, texture, and tone as his upper faces. It's as though that jaw probably belonged to another skull or corpse. Meaning it's too small for his head? If it's like another skull jaw, I mean, was it too small for him? It's Can poss- the doctor helping sure, go ahead, determine doc. that? Yeah, what do you got, Doc? Um, for a medicine check, I got 18. Well, both of you determined that not only is the jaw a different, different jaw from the upper skull, but that the muscular tendons that move that jaw are not able to move at full range of motion. Is that his jaw still? So- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was his teeth rattling in his mouth. <laughs> Doc, I believe is... Because uh, you can see it that it's wired to it. Hmm. Donated jaw is... Uh, Causing the lack of motor skills to create words for him. Yes, it, it seems like his linguistics are off, but uh, I can't tell from here behind the behind the cells what's going on. But the poor boy, I would like to study him. But at this point, I think we should move on. All right, I have some questions. I've had enough time. <laughs> okay. Um, Who are the questions towards? The beast. So I'm going to see if he can respond, if he's just, like, totally just out of it. Okay. Um, Yeah, I'm going to tap on the cell lightly um, and then say, excuse me, everyone seems to call you Beast. Do you have a name that you prefer? It cocks its head sideways at you. You see drool start to... Seep from its mouth. Ooh. Make a perception check. Sure. That is... 19. 19. You see that along with that drool coming down the side of its mouth, you see a tear coming down the side of its cheek as well. You you didn't want to go into the school, did you? I believe... School? This beast can't answer. Oh, University. Well, that's why I'm oh, asking I, yes or no questions. Blink twice for yes. <laughs> Actually, that's a good idea. <laughs> did you... You didn't wish... You did not wish to go into the university. Is that correct? I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Oh. Did someone make you? Uh, 
I can try to make this easier for you. Uh, I can try to look into your mind if you are willing. Um, it shouldn't be any problem. Uh, if you fight me, I will probably fight you back. And then I'm going to cast Ooh. Detect Thoughts. Okay. Make a, a DC, a wisdom save. Okay. Oof. I have a bunch of doubloons. I'm just going to use them. Got to dig for them because they're at the bottom now. Here's one. All right. Look at this stack grow. There we go. Uh, that's a 19 on the die. 19. You feel this shock of pain in your head as you feel decades of abuse and slander and hatred just compiled upon you. So much so that the thoughts are so just disjointed that you, you have trouble deciphering and threading through them. It's almost as though you're looking at a, a giant boggle game. Just, you know, <laughs> it's hard to pick out what's going on in this creature's mind, but you can tell it's in an enormous amount of mental pain as well as physical pain. Mm-hmm. Um, so just trying to cut through that, um, I'm going to keep bringing up the university. I'm going to ask him to think about the university and that night that he was caught. And then, uh, obviously he probably consciously doesn't really know too much, but I'm trying to see if I can find anything in his subconscious that confirms any of the things I was thinking about. Okay. Roll your D20 with with mine. Sure. 12. Uh, 14. 14. You see yourself walking up to the door that leads into the workshop and you see your hands rip it from the hinges and tear it down Mm -hmm. and you see yourself walk through the workshop towards the next door roll against me again 16 should I have you re-roll or me re-roll oh that's a good choice I think you're fucked either way why I just have to have a higher number than him. <laughs> Dude, you're going through a dream sequence right now. <laughs> Fortunately, this is the truth, and I also have, like, an excess doubloons. Yeah, just let, <laughs> let him spend. All right. You oh, re-roll. Yeah, look at that. All right, I'll re-roll. Now, if I roll a 20, that's the end of your questions. All right, fair enough. Six. All right. I win. You see him take the door and rip it back towards himself. And throw it on the ground. So that's the answer to which way the door went. <laughs> ah, so many mysteries. You see yourself walk in to the library. And you see before you this statuette that you thought you recalled seeing before. Mm-hmm. And you see yourself pick it up from the middle of this pedestal. I'm going to show you what it looks like, actually, because I actually have it on the phone. Ooh, okay, cool. Uh, we're just going to do some shitty doodle. I'm going to take a peek at it. I'll give you five seconds to look at it. No, I, I think I got it good enough. Okay. This is my little crappy doodle. I think this is good. <laughs> <laughs> you see yourself pick it up, walk towards the window directly behind it, roll again. All right, this is what I'm waiting for. <laughs> Eight. Ooh, I got to re-roll. 
Three doubloons. Wow. Ah, can I use another? How one? many do you have? You can use it as many times as you want. I had four in this bag and I have four in the other bag. Actually, I can't. I can't. <laughs> that what? is way too many. How did what? you get so many doubloons? That is way I'm a great role player. <laughs> that's no. That's from Riders on the Storm. Nope. Time out. I have. Time this out. is. I have that a Talos is... bag. Dude, I don't use doubloons because I do well in combat. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like way too many. <laughs> Where's the fuck you, Dabloon? That's in the other bag. That's oh, in the... Shit. How come these Dablooms don't look nah, the same? Nah. <laughs> nope. Nope. As you're about to pass the statuette through the window, your vision gets hazy, and I need for you to make another... Sure. Con save. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, wisdom save. Crit. Crit. As you feel these, these needles begin to poke into your brain, you break your psyche leak with... Leak. You, <laughs> you break your psyche link with the creature and pull away. And you just see him looking at you. And he passes out. All right. Fair enough. Well played. Watching them. But I'm <laughs> not going to give you a fucking gold balloon for that. Good job, Talos. <laughs> It's because I let you know how many I actually have. <laughs> Pissed off half your table. <laughs> hey, man, I don't use it. Attack, Talos. <laughs> but seven, that is... I have a lot of balloons. I haven't used them. You probably haven't used a lot of them, huh? I haven't used any of them since we started. Since we started. Yeah, no shit. Okay. Well, just so you know, he doesn't give out any for uh, Sinister Secret Assault Marsh. <laughs> None. Well, I'm not fucking and shipping And he sat on that many and never helped a party member. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. I thought that's where it was going to go with. I was... <laughs> never I, I think helped you guys, a dying member. You guys fail to see that failing is more important than succeeding at this game. <laughs> From whose point of view? Mine. Oh, there you go. <laughs> where are you sitting at? <laughs> so what do you guys want to do? The beast has passed out. What do you, what do, you do with this information you have, Talos? I'm going to sit on it. Okay. I'm still down to go to Morastad. Morast. 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 That's the right. city of Mor- Morast. Or is the town of Morast. Yes. yes to investigate. It's a swamp village. Yes. The 10 uh, people that people. were. That's uh, where the elder was. Lasse, right? Lasne. 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 I wrote it as Lasse. Good ain't. All right. How long is the commute to. Okay. So. Gustav takes you back outside, and he tells you, Morast is about eight miles east of Lebedstad, and you'll find yourself on a narrow trail that'll lead you there, and it'll take you to this small hamlet that's in the Dempelmere Swamp. I gotta prepare you that what you see out here is some real crazy shit. Expect to hear some banjos playing. <laughs> oh God! Backcountry stuff. Going huh? to the deep south. <laughs> Deliverance. That is the map. Shows you where Leopardstad is, and where you need to go. Can you see that? Where is Leopardstad? Is it upside down? Just because it's on the it's sideways. Here, let me uh, pass it around. Okay, got it. Exactly. <laughs> So even though it's about eight miles away, you're still traveling over this hostile ground. 
And eventually, as you start making your way, you come, you start to, to notice structures on stilts jutting out of the out of the swamp water. And you see this miserable collection of about twenty or so shitty hovels that are built on stilts out of the water. You see a couple of fishermen fishing off their porches. You also see that there are bridges that connect these stilted houses to one another. And as you guys draw closer, several of the villagers notice you and they, they start pointing, they, they start murmuring amongst themselves, and but they really don't stop doing what they're doing. One of them looks down at the four of you and says, if I was you, I, I wouldn't be staying in that water very long. Blood came and come up and get your get your ass good. Get on up here. Ladder's over there. Luckily, the doctor's proficient in Creole <laughs> and gets his ass out of there. Alice looks a little confused, but follows the doc. <laughs> Everyone is the same. Yeah, just like, what the hell just happened? What y'all doing down here? Looking for trouble down this way? No, we are here. Uh, for the the travesty that happened around here. Which was that? You saw about when we killed that pig last week? What about with that city slicker? He come in our town, our village. No, he didn't make like it out either. He didn't make it out either. <laughs> no. Uh, no. You see some murmuring going on, and you see this older man coming up, chewing on some stinky root in its mouth. His mouth. <laughs> Got about four teeth. He looks at you and starts parting his people as he gets closer to you. And he says, What y'all want around this way? What y'all doing here? We're here to investigate the supposed crimes of the beast. The beast, yeah. What can I tell you about that, that beast? What you want about this beast? What's your names? What's all your names? You biggin. Oh, uh, I'm Oust. Nice to meet you, and your name is? Well, around here they call me Lesney. Oh, Lesney. Heard much about you. I don't know if I should take that, how I should take that. You should take it You just can't be talking to me like that, we, boy. <laughs> we, we mean no disrespect, sir. Got all you. We in the bayou now. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> What about you? You an older, older one of his kind. What's your name? Uh, Jeff. Jeff. I had a son named Jeff once. Good name. Now stop crying. Him. We had him for dinner one night. Ooh. Bad Jeff. Yeah. Oh, let me in. Well, old man. Did it ever come off? You ever wash that stuff off? Never. <laughs> Good man. And we got to cover it up. What's your name? I just go by doctor. Doctor. So what brings you all around here? I could come to you, cities. I was coming there tomorrow anyways. Got me a big date with the trial of the beast. The creature that killed ten of my people. One year ago. We understand that. We just... We're just here independently to you try just, and see what just the beast did. You're just a curious kind. We are a curious kind. We're here to see what the beast did to your people. Make it a diplomacy check. 
I don't know what that is. For per, uh, persuasion. Persuasion. Oh, good. Not good. <laughs> Nine. You don't know nothing about me and my people. Why would I tell you a thing about what the beast did? Well, we're here to fix and to learn about you and your people. Brother? It's like Steven Seagal. <laughs> I don't know if I... I don't know. We're all about justice. Justice? But at the, but at the same time, we want to make sure the right guy is punished for the crimes he committed. I, I, I saw the beast with my own peoples. Assault him. I know. We're not saying you didn't see it right. We're just saying we're coming here to make sure it's all right. For Tinnot Street, that thing came in this village and took one of us every night. I saw some. We set some traps for this, this thing. And on the 11th night, we chased his ass down. Chased him right into the swamp. Ran him all the way back to our village boneyard. And uh, we was chasing him good, good, good. Until that blood came and came up and chewed him down. He swore something fierce, made me blush. But we saw us go underwater. And I tell you, we thought he was dead. But to see he came back alive, oh, he's going to pay. What chewed him up? A blood caiman. Well, I mean, at this point, we're just here to, to walk us through everything that happened. Like I said, we're, in, we're independent folk. We just want to see what you saw. We was chasing him back to the boneyard. Apparently that is where he was coming from. But he never made it back. In fact, he tainted that land so bad that we couldn't bury our kin there no more. What happens when you tried to bury him? We just don't. Hmm. That's sacred land to us. Hmm. We don't want it no more. You want to buy it? Hmm. Sell to a jeep? Swamp land? More ass? Two gold pieces? Six thousand? Oh. <laughs> Beachfront property. <laughs> I thought you said cheap. In Arizona? <laughs> Who primarily did the beast attack those 11 or 10 nights? Was it Just whoever was out fishing that night, walking around on the bridges, whoever. Just it, random, random people. We, we keep to ourselves out here. We's a solitude. But is that Cayman still around? It's Cayman all over the place. I see. Uh, the doctor would like to, um, before he speaks again, roll for, uh, I guess, persuasion to keep up the Creole act. Okay. To see if he can get the people on his side. Okay. That is 18. Okay. Talk to me in Creole, Doc. <laughs> break <laughs> out, the, break out your Creole. Accent. Come on, uh, Southern Comfort. Don't mind these people. Like I said, we are here to, to help you out. We're, we're just looking. We're independent. Just We want to know. 
don't mind these fair-mannered people that are helping you out. I'm keeping it the old way. Right, right. Yeah. So just... Reach out. Can you help us <laughs> on and just, just show us the sights, the places where the beast was? Give us, give us something to help us out. It's it's gonna be no matter whether we we convict the beast or free him, but we're just here for simple justice. You're a special kind of touched into there, ain't you? I I can feel it. You must be from Moas at one point, ain't you? You gotta be distant. I know where I can smell it. Smell your taint from here, Doc. Even if I'm not from here, I, I know the people. I know this these people. I'll tell you what. Since I find it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to take you out in a karaoke, personally. You all have to get your own karaoke, though, because it only seats two people. And I would take you out to the boneyard. You can see with this this creature desiccated, defecated, destinated our burial land. Are you down with that? Oh, I, I am down with that. Let me ask. Let me ask my party members. There's your gold doubloon, Doc. <laughs> who who would like to join me on this on this this ride? To go see the burial place where the desecration and disrespect, dilapidation of these people. Who has the most medicine or religion (laughs) (laughs) is the subtext I'm throwing out as I look around at the rest of my party. Alst will step up and I have more questions now (laughs) than when we started, Doc. I am I'll quite the you. investigator. That's the most I can give you. And Erwin's just kind of curious. I'm, I want to see where this goes. Well, you, brother, you and I, we'll ride in the same caracal together. But the other three got to be five gold pieces. Peace. Want to get there, Babo? What's it going to be? Hmm. You know, fishing ain't what it used to be no more. I do have an idea that gets me off of not getting on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> you turn into like a, a dolphin <laughs> Turn into a gator Can I ride a gator? <laughs> Willingly Depends on <laughs> yeah, if the gator wants <laughs> I mean, But being a party member I would assume it would You want to turn into a gator? Not yet I don't think I want I'll, I'll pay the gold too Alright Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll pay the gold Yeah I'll pay the this gold This is two gold right? Five each right? Five each Yeah Everyone's coming. It's round trip. I'm trying to get, you're trying to get it for two. <laughs> two gold, right? <laughs> two gold, right? All right, two gold for All right, everyone. We're off, good. I'm marking off two gold. <laughs> marking off two gold. <laughs> so as he collects all the money, puts it in a pouch, he signals to three other villagers, and they make their way down to a couple of these small boats. They're only two seater boats. Piro. Kuroko. Where I'm from, they call them that. Oh, I like where you from. Damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. You come in with me. So he gets in the boat, his PO. You guys each sit in one of your 
boats with your designated rower. And he starts pushing off from one of the stilted houses and he starts moving north. What time is it right now? Because I think it was starting to get like evening. It's probably about close to five o'clock right now. Five, okay. five, five thirty, somewhere in that area. So it's still light yeah. out. Barely. Nice and dark on the bayou. Well, I figured it'd be <laughs> covered in trees, so like five o'clock is <laughs> it's pretty be dark. Creepy yeah. As fuck, yeah. All the little lightning bugs are coming out. As you make your slow way, that's true. You do see a lot of lightning bugs start coming along. You hear the, the buzzing of insects. You hear the swirling of water close by the boats. Y'all don't put your hands in that water. When the blood came about. Take it off to a stump. Just let it go. Just keeps rowing smooth and easy. Smooth and easy. Eventually you see a tiny, miserable island rise up from the swamp. A tangle of trees covering its dour, reed-choked surface. You see hundreds of fetishes hanging from the trees. This simple... Roughly humanoid figures made of sticks and bound with twine. Larger fetishes you see planted along the ground, along the shoreline. A lot of them leaning drunkenly towards the inner portion of the island. Ready to see that island? Yeah. We in voodoo country, baby. Right. Voodoo country, drinking voodoo ranger. (laughs) (laughs) So you see before you this miserable little island. Go ahead and put all your minis over there. You have them all. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pass them down to you then. All right, thanks. Dog. No, not him. Right, <laughs> Why not? Because he's not there. He's in jail. He's in jail. Didn't pass go. Didn't collect nothing. So Lazne deposits you on the island and says, we'll be back for you in about an hour, so we don't like to hang out here. Bad juju. They start paddling back off into the fog. And before long, they're gone. You see this island, approximately 70 foot from side to side and 70 feet from north to south. Obviously, the, uh, the shoreline of it is wavy. You see brush all over the place. You see these large trees poking up into the sky. You see those fetishes all over the ground as well as what appears to be markings of some type. Hmm. I'll just roll uh, Arcana to know uh, what these fetishes are pertain to to either keep evil spirits away or welcome. Sure. Can I help them with help them with this? Yeah. Can I help as well? Because I'm proficient. Okay. That's 16. 16. Talos? 23. Doc? 21. You got anything over there? Or uh, I'm not going to roll. I'm not proficient. I'm okay. Just, whatever. Talos, what'd you got? You got 23? Yep. Doc, what'd you get? 21. 21. Alice, you didn't pick up on this. They just seem to be marking specific areas of the ground, but you, Talos, and Doc know that they appear to be uh, totems to help expedite a spirit to oh, okay. wherever yes. they're going in in the afterlife. Gotcha. And then what is this thing? Yeah, I was gonna say, do we know what that is? <clears throat> are you going up to it? What are you, what are you doing? Uh, I'll take a couple steps toward that way. It looks like it's a bonfire. It looks like 
The remnants of a fire. Okay. That's been long burned out. All right. I want I want to move up as well. Yeah. Everyone want to move yeah, up? Let's, let's all move I up. I want to get yeah. away from the the edge. Can I like dig through the soot and see if there's anything worthwhile in there? Sure. Go ahead and make your make a dig. Twenty three again. Twenty three. You don't see anything in the fire itself other than normal wood and whatnot. Oh, it just looks like a long extinguished fire. There's nothing really of value left behind that you're uh, here. The doctor would like to do. Um, doctor would like to sift through the ashes too, to see if there was any kind of special ashes with an Arcana check. Okay. Hmm. Uh, 17. 17? Uh, it doesn't look as though it's been ignited with any type of arcana whatsoever. It just looks as though there's normal logs, a little bit of the kindling in there, what was left of, of whatever, whoever set the fire. You know that the fire's probably been dead for some time. Hmm. Does anyone, can anyone tell how dead the fire has been or no? Not me. I, I I'm very bad at survival checks. I'm proficient. Let me try. What do we What are we doing? Survival for what the fire to see like how long it's been out for. Okay. Seventeen. Uh, Seventeen. It's probably been out for months. You know what, Doc? What What did you get on your Arcana? Uh, it was like seventeen at least, right? Okay. Yeah, it yeah. was seventeen. Yeah. 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 It just looks as though it's typical fire. Yeah. Everybody, make a a perception check though. <laughs> What'd you get, Erwin? 12. 12. Doc? 15. Talos? 16. 16. As you observe this remnants of this fire pit, you notice as you're looking around, you see that in the brushes right behind you, hmm. you see the remnants of what looks to be some kind of a, of a bag of some type filled with something. Uh, I will cautiously <laughs> grab at the bag. You both see that, by the way, Doc. You too. As you pick it up, you feel that there's a... It's pretty heavy. It's probably like eight pounds or so, like a little knapsack with the, with the flap that's still folded over, although it feels like it's slightly rotted due mm-hmm. to the elements and the age. Who's reaching their hand in? We could try dumping it out, uh, which is what I will do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. You drop it out, and you see before you... Uh, different types of rations, and you see a curious glass vial that contains the remains of a dried green substance within it. Okay, can I... I want to do an arcana on that. Like looking at it? Do you want to open it? What do you want to do? Tell me what you do. Mm. To all assist. Whatever you (laughs) want to do. Um, I'm going to look at it. Uh, I will open it. Take a waft and then close it back up. I'm not going to spend too much time. Um, and I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to. I'm not going to take a good sniff either. Yeah. You, 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 a, a chemical waft. As you open it up, before you you cap it off, you get this. Uh, smells vaguely like carrots inside. And you cap it off real fast. Okay. Oof, that's not great. It's um, 16. To try to identify it from the smell. The smell and appearance, yeah. No. Okay. You're not familiar with, with what this is. 
Okay. Or its appearance. Doc, have you ever seen a chemical like this? It's um, green powder, smells faintly of carrots? I will I will try to visually identify it. <laughs> and that is 21. Yeah. There we go. You take this up, take the vial up, and you shake it. And the first thing you notice is that it's not supposed to be dry. That it's usually in liquid form. Hmm. And it occurs to you that this isn't a powder, but this was once... Uh, an extract of something, and you recognize it as the dark vision extract. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. You gotta eat so your carrots. It, it's not a potion. Get the vitamin K. <laughs> Doc, how do you want to present that to your your group here? Well, I'll present the same way, and I believe at one point this was. Uh, potion or uh, a substance aid in dark vision, but I would not suggest ingesting it as as it is. <laughs> Drink me. <laughs> mix a little with the swamp Especially water. because it looks like just rabbit shit. <laughs> just pellets, huh? <laughs> well, it's just it's just a I guess not rabbit shit, but it just looks like a big log of green grossness. You got any way to bring it back to its former former glory? I can experiment with it, but at this time I don't know. All right. Well, do we need dark vision now? One of us does. Um, I'll like hand it to Erwin. If you get desperate, probably maybe mix some of your oil into here and try ingesting <laughs> it at that point. That baby oil. Ingest it. Just wring my cloth out. And just... Yeah, bring your cloth out into it and then drink it <laughs> in case things get a little bit dark and scary for you. Well, does anyone have any holy water or purified water? Um, let's ask our clerk. <laughs> I think I used my last holy water at anyone. I don't have any holy water. <laughs> I'm just saying... If someone has holy water, it is uh, the doc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing like that. Because you're not the holy, doc, dude. <laughs> holy water experiences were all at the... Uh, uh-huh. Are you a born-again druid or something? What the no. are you talking about? <laughs> Have you heard the good news? <laughs> While they're thinking about that, uh, can I make a perception to see if there's any recent footprints or anything... Other than our party members, sure. On good call. You have dark vision, right? Yes. That is. I'm drawing blank. Uh, twenty. You notice that there are footprints that lead towards the west shore, and also footprints that lead north into the center, beyond the trees. Is that leaving from the campfire or from yes. the? Okay. North Shore and to the where? No, to the West Shore. Oh, West Shore. And north into the center of the island towards the, where the trees are at. Okay. Um, as I'm fumbling around, just kind of leaving the party a little bit, I'll follow the footsteps and be like, hey, guys, I... Which ones? Uh, I'm going to go with the ones that go center. Okay. Wait, there's more? Than, what was the other one? Yeah, there's two sets of footprints. There's... A set of footprints that lead towards the western shore, oh, and yeah. there's a set of footprints that lead north into the trees and beyond. 
so as I'm following the ones that lead to the center, I'll tell everyone, hey, um, I don't think we're alone. I see different footsteps uh, leading along the western shore and down the center of the island. Just keep your eyes peeled and I'll move up maybe 30 feet to see how far the footprints go. Okay. Tell us, did you share the... What? No. Share the what? The powder? I already gave the powder to Irwin. Yeah, no, you need I some for- powder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I already forgot. Who figured out, was that me, that the... No. Oh, you're talking about the wh- two white powders? Was that you that figured out that the, the fire was already a month? It's been oh, he for did. A month. Yeah, yeah. Months. Yeah, Irwin did. Months. Plural. For months. Yeah, it's been out for a long time. Did you share that with the group or no? I did not, but I can. <laughs> it would be interesting, you know. Oh, yeah, that thing's been out for a while, yeah. <laughs> We're, like, about to leave. Uh, the fire's been gone for... <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way, BT-dubs. <laughs> or BTK. BTK. Oh, jeez. Different topic. Different topic. Um... <laughs> Eric, you're just over there shaking your head. Don't get me started <laughs> on BTK. Moving up to 30. Um, Show me where you go. So uh, what you're looking up. Up to this... You said it leads up down to the center, right? Yeah, it leads so, up the center. Yeah, I'll just go around here. What's okay. that? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Okay. So in front of this other... Somebody move that guy. We need that crap. There you go. I'll follow him, actually. Okay. You see that the, the footprints continue going towards the center. They sporadically go around those fetishes that you saw. Can I determine how many... Footprints are there? Is it a singular person? Like Go and make an investigation okay. check or a nature. Probably, probably investigation. What'd you, what you get? What'd you get, buddy? Investigation. That's that a, is that's a 12 on the dice. 13. 13? You can't tell. There just seems to go from each fetish to the next to the next. Hmm. And Talos, you're behind me, right? Yeah. Does it look like... The they Blair s- Witch Project? <laughs> yeah, kind of. That's what I'm thinking right now. Does it look like they were, like, setting up the fetishes? Who's they? Whoever Is was making foot- the footprints. Whomever was making the footprints. Make an inside check. Can I do an investigation? I'm much better at that. No. Well, I mean, who's inside? Well, it, whose intentions am I? <laughs> well, whoever laid them down. All right, it doesn't matter. Roll the one. You suck. We don't have to discuss. <laughs> Erwin, what are you doing back there by the fire pit that you know has been out for a couple months? Um, so I see Austin, um, Talos up ahead of us. I'm actually going to like the, the, the X's or the stars. Those are the fetishes, right? Yes. So I'm just going to go up to the one in front of us and kind of just investigate it. See okay. See if I can find anything weird with it. Sure. 17? 17. Describe how you investigate this fetish. Tell me what you're doing with it. Uh, I'm kind of just like. Looking at it up close, like kind of like inspecting it, touching it, seeing if I f- feel anything different or if I... Uh, they just look like sticks and twigs that have been tied together. But it's the way it's put in the ground. It's the fucking Blair Witch Project. It man. might remind you <laughs> of maybe how heathens would bury their dead. When did they release this AP? <laughs> <laughs> Do I know how the heathens would bury their dead? Well, being a monk, you probably know that they bury them. Well, right. <laughs> Underground, maybe? There you go. They're, these are probably markers for the graves. Okay. 
want to know anything like yeah. specific about them. No, just probably their way of, of village tombstones, possibly. Okay. And based on what Talos had uh, added to that, that they help with their journey on towards the afterlife. Okay. Doc, what are you doing? Uh, the Doc joined Erwin as well to investigate this and uh, wants to do an insight check. Okay. On to- the fetishes and all that stuff. We'll say it, it happens at the same time. 21. Okay, now tell me how you want to use your insight for that. I just want to see the way that they're placed and then see... Because um, we're coming up to one. I see off to the right of me, there's a second one. Yeah, there's so, quite a few all over the ground, actually. Yeah, see if there's any way in the ground that shows how they're laid out. Like, if, if they're head markers or just delineators, if they're all in the line, something like that. There's no rhyme or reason to how they're laid out. They just seem to be laid out in the ground. As you investigate around with that check, you notice they probably go about six feet down, like horizontal to the ground, but you can't tell how deep they're going in. But it looks like a grave plot? Yes. Fine. Oust? Oust wants to move up another 25 feet to the three other... Fetishes that he sees. Yeah. Is, it, is that where the footsteps go? Yes. Okay. Okay. Then then I'll follow. Okay. Also there, can I make a quick perception to see if the fetishes that are in front of me are any different from the other ones? Sure. That's not going to be good. That is 10. 10? That's actually enough. You notice that these fetishes are actually laying on their sides. The ground looks a little different also. Like disturbed differently? Yes, yes, disturbed. And you also hear something else coming from the trees above you. You hear this this ungodly screech come out of it. As you see this entity begin to rise up out of it, you feel the wind begin to flap in your face. It's time to go! (laughs) (laughs) As you see this large... Beast begin to descend upon you. Is that a manticore? Uh, it is. All right. <laughs> and let's roll some initiative. Talos, what do you got? 19. Oust. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't roll. Uh, that is 19. No. Yeah, no, it's 19. You're right. Erwin. 19. Jesus Christ. Holy shit. <laughs> Doctor. Hard 20. Oh. oh, yeah, the hard 20. Okay, out of all you guys, who has the highest dex? Uh, it might be Talos. I have plus three. Plus two. Plus one. All right, it's well, me. There you go. <laughs> Doctor, you hear this screech coming from about 60 feet into the center of the island where Talos and Oust had disappeared to. Even from that distance, you can feel this wind just buffet your cloak and your your mask and whatnot. What are you going to do? I'm going to cast Sacred Flame. Is there a distance on that or no? I'll hit from there. Okay, dex save. No problem. 21? 
Yeah. Misses. <laughs> Talos. Um, gotta go back to the classics. This isn't gonna be my first Ray of Frost in a while. I'm gonna no cast boy. Ray of Frost. Okay. Need see to fix how, this mic. See how this goes, though. Nope. Doesn't work. Oust. Oust is... You'd be fucked. <laughs> Super fucked. He's actually going to... Kind of fuck you. Don't take home to mother. Try to communicate with it. Oh, boy. Okay. Reason with it a little bit. Fuck, yeah. Manicore, we we mean you no harm. We come in peace. Is that a spell or a suggestion? No, it's just me it's trying just, just, just to talk to it. Diplomacy. I'm just, just trying to talk to it. Draw persuasion. <laughs> I know. What do you want? Diplomacy or persuasion? Yo, what's up? Either way, it's not either good. Either one. It's not good. It's either way, it's not this, good. His reply is, you'll leave in pieces. Probably. <laughs> persuasion. Oh, it's just... Nine. It, it just seems like its intelligence just isn't there I to understand you. <laughs> I thought they were intelligent. No. Oh. Ooh. It might be different between the two. You never know. <laughs> I thought they were intelligent creatures. I think it depends on the game. You want to do anything else? Like run away? Hide? Cry? You're stuck on the island for at least an hour. <laughs> it's only been like 40 <laughs> seconds. No. Other than speaking, I'm just going to hold Max. <laughs> Erwin. Uh, I'm going to pull up my crossbow and try to fire an arrow at this beast. Okay. Does uh, a 13 hit? It does not. Cap. <laughs> Shit. In its immediate vicinity, it has four targets. <laughs> All right, perfect. It comes down towards you, Oust. Actually, before it does that, one, two for Erwin, three, four for Doc. Doc you see this barb fly out of its tail towards you. 19? Yeah. For four points of damage as you're struck by this thing, this barb, it then descends down on you, Oust, and comes at you with two claws. Oh, the hard 20. It's a crack 20. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) I gotta re-roll it. I gotta re-roll it. All right, so it comes down with one claw. No, you don't want this to do that, dude. (laughs) I know. (laughs) You really want this? No, I'm just... For six points of damage as this thing slashes across you. Do you have earthen grasp? This is spell card. Is that third? Uh, second. Doctor. Oh, wait, real quick, sorry. What was my damage? Six? Six. Okay. Doctor, you've taken this barb... As you fired at it, it returned fire at you. Tell me what your plan is. So uh, I can modify mine. <laughs> yeah. So is it still fly- is it flying around or is it on the ground? It's descended down. It's still hovering slightly above the ground. All right. I'm going to move uh, behind. Is he still in the same spot? Yeah. If yeah well, he just came down probably right, right there. <laughs> If I'm here, do I get partial cover? You do. And then, but he's also behind partial cover. Yes. So um, I'm still going to do Sacred Flame against him. So whatever advantage okay. he gets. Yeah. Is that a, a shot? That's a range shot or is that just a, a thing that goes off? No, it, it's like a range. It's kind of like point my finger at you. Okay. So... So I'll add two to add my two. Plus, yeah, plus two. Plus two. Yeah. Uh, that's going to pass. Okay. 16, 20. So still misses. 
Okay. Talos. Is this thing, like, in the air? Is it kind of close on the ground? It's about five feet off the ground right now as it came down to attack Oust. Okay, perfect. Then it is within range. Um, I am going to cast uh, Maximilian's Earthen Grasp. Um, so I choose, like, a five-foot square, and out from it uh, comes a hand made of earth, so I guess in this case, like, sand. Okay. Uh, and it will try to grab and restrain the manticore. It needs to make... Dex save? It is... Uh, I think it's actually a strength save. Really? Yep. Sa- strength save is a throw. 16? 16, I think... Oh, that fails by one. Oh, Talos, yes. good job. Um, so it is held fast then, right? It is. Well, I have to finish reading the spell. It takes 2d6 bludgeoning damage. Oh, shit. Okay. I almost got, grabbed a d3. That would have been bad. Okay. Pretty bad damage. Only three points of bludgeoning damage. Um, but it is restrained uh, and can use its action to make a strength check against that same DC to okay. get out. All right, that's my turn. Oust. Am I still under it? You're in front of it. I'm in front of it. Okay. At that point, I am going to actually cast Flaming Spear, the round one. God. Not Spear. Not Booga Booga. <laughs> booga Booga. Uh, Doesn't get old. <laughs> five feet to the right of it. And that will... Let's see. Creature takes... Any creature that ends... It's turn within five feet of the spear must take make a dexterity save. Creature takes two dicks d6 fire damage. Okay. On a two fail. dicks? Two dicks. Two, two d6. Dicks. <laughs> so make a dex save. Fail. Fail. Alright, you are going to take that's four. That's nine points of fire damage. Nine. 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 Erwin. Uh, I'm going to move up, like, towards where the doctor is on the other side of the tree. Okay. And I'm going to fire another crossbow arrow at the manticore. That one's going to fail. So it has to make a strength check, right, to get out? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, he can make a check on his turn. And it's the uh, same DC. It's his turn. So he can make a strength check now. Yep. 17? Yep, he's free. Okay. And he's still got... Two attacks. That's his action, though. Oh, it's his full action? Yep. Can he move? He can move, though. Yeah, he can move. Okay, he flies up. Okay. That's pretty high up there. (laughs) (laughs) He's got shit to do, man. The doctor. Uh, The doctor is going to... Because, yeah. He's really (laughs) high off the ground, I assume. He's pretty high. He shot straight up. All right, the doctor is going to move here and save his action if the mancor comes, lands around him. Talos. Let's see. Pretty sure he's in real frost range, but do I want him to be slower? <laughs> he's probably not quite up that high. He's probably yeah. like 30 feet up in the air. I'll still use real frost. Uh, that is 25 to hit. That'll hit. Seven points of damage. Oust. Uh, I'm going to wait. I'm going to hold my action until he comes back down. Okay. So when he comes back down, then I want to 
Okay, Erwin. I'm going to move 10 feet behind the doctor. I bet. <laughs> and then try to just fire another arrow at it. Okay. Nat one. Uh, you oh. son of a bitch. Okay, make a dex save. Uh, fail. Fail. Your bow is broke. Or it comes on strong. Your bow, this... The string comes. The string off your bow. The string... Fuck me. Your bow breaks, all right. Your bow comes unstrung. Okay. It has four targets going around the table. Doctor. It swoops down next to you. Actually, before it does, it fires its tail thorn at Talos. 16? My AC is 17. Okay, misses. It swoops down towards you now, Doc. Who had a reserved uh, attack? You did? Okay. Get your attack off. Playing into bloom. 20 to hit. That'll hit. So that's... Um, as I was readying my attack, I had inflict wounds ready to go. So as it comes down, I hit him with my infected doctor staff... Oh, is that a metaphor? <laughs> That's 10, 16, oh, fuck. 18 plus 7, 25. Uh, that's 25 points of damage. Holy <laughs> shit, dude. I was ready. Like I said, Holy I was sitting fuck. there just ready to go. He landed next to me. Well, welcome to the party. I also had an action ready. Okay. I want to move my flaming sphere and ram it towards his direction. Okay. <laughs> ram it. Uh, make your deck save. Hard 20. Then you pass. <laughs> uh, Is that a physical see. flame, by the way? Huh? That's a physical flame, right? Or what it's kind of flame is that? It's a giant, yeah. It's Can it catch flame. shit on fire next yes. to it, though? Okay, yes. that tree starts to catch on fire next to it. We're going to burn the island down. Mm-hmm. Burn it down. <laughs> uh, on a fail, <laughs> you take half. So it will be... So six points of damage. <laughs> Took you that long to add that. It's been a long day. Oh, man. So it looks and it sees the trees begin to burn. And it attacks you, Doc, with a bite. Hard 20. <clears throat> back that up. Doesn't back it up. For max damage of 11 points. Oof. As it crunches down on your head. And then it takes to the sky again. Doctor, you see this thing fly up in the air ah, as it falls back down. Stay there. What are you going to do? Does it get... Um, it says in melee range, and he flies away. Do I get attack of opportunity? Sure. You use. You have a weapon? Yeah, yeah. my, my quarterstaff. Sure. So as it flies away, uh, 13 will probably fail. Miss. So I miss with that, but on my turn, I will cast... Uh, sacred flame at it, so deck save. 19. Passes, nothing happens. The doctor will then move back behind the monk. <laughs> Talos. Uh, I'm going to save my action for it to come down. Oust. I'm going to have to do the same. <laughs> Erwin. Um, Erwin walks to move up 10 feet. Yes, you should. And he's going to put away his crossbow. And get out his uh, Q 
keen longsword. Oh, good one. Ooh. And just kind of wait. Okay. It has four targets. Oust. This barb shells down at you for uh, 17. 17, put it. For nine points of damage, and then it flies down towards you, Doc. Again? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Took out Talos. Uh, fuck, fuck Talos. <laughs> okay, since it's come down, uh, can I use my action? Sure. Uh, I use in, my... in the order of the actions that were held. You, and then Alice, and then Erwin. Okay, uh, I command the hand to move next to the manticore and attempt to grab it again. So he has to make a strength save. That thing just wandered around the fucking island? <laughs> the hand? Oh, yeah. One. One. He is restrained. Okay, so he's restrained. Does he take damage? Uh, he takes six points of... I mean, sorry, five points of damage. Five points. Uh, but he's restrained, so... Um, Oust. It's kind of fucked. Oust. Since you're restrained, you have to make a deck save. Is that with is disadvantage? That yes. <laughs> I, yeah, just, I literally just looked it up. Okay. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. <laughs> All right. You going to yeah. move that flame over there I'm going to move it over. I'm going to ram it towards him. All right. For melee, is it automatic crit? It's advantage. You're already rolling advantage. your damage. Let me roll first, man. Jesus. Uh, 11. <laughs> 11, you take 15 points of damage. 15 points. Erwin. Um, what is the reach on the, the key longsword? 10 feet. feet. And I, I, I already made a movement, so I can't move again, right? You only move 10 feet, though. You can hit him from where you're at. You have reach, yeah. though, so yep. you can hit him. But how, how, how high is he up in uh, there? Okay. He's on the ground. Well, he's five feet off the ground. But you only move 10 feet, so you could break up your movement. You could, okay. You could move the rest of your 20 feet. Okay. Then I'd like to move, I think, what? Just move five feet. And you'll yeah, move five feet, feet closer feet to him and try to attack him with my keen longsword. You have okay. advantage. Well, I had anyways. Yeah. Could have got that 20. I'll tell you when somebody hits. <laughs> you could have got that 20. Yeah, you could have yeah. fished for that 20, buddy. <laughs> uh, that's nine points of damage. Nine points of damage? Yeah. Oh, whoops. Oh, was he down at the time? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> take another one. I never fixed him. <laughs> Junior, can you take that shot? Dude, don't forget to put yourself in the picture. Right? <laughs> been taking it's stuff. all selfie of him. Fuck the minis. It's all <laughs> selfies at this point. Actually, I'm going to use my okay. phone. I got something a little better than that. Whatever. Hang on a second. <laughs> Look, take your picture, but be quiet. Sorry. Erwin. <gasps> yes. Let's hear it. Tell me how you kill this manticore. All right. I take my keen longsword, just wind it right behind my back, just sink it straight right towards in. the neck, yeah. just try to slice off his head. Slice off her head. Her head. She's a lady. And she head. crumples to the ground and dies before you. Make a perception check while you're up that close. Thank God it died right before. Not 20. <laughs> oh, the hard 20. Oh. You see... Something stir slightly in her belly and go quiet. I think this manicure was pregnant. Got a celebration for that. <laughs> well, let's celebrate next session, huh? <laughs> Autopsy! Autopsy! <laughs> Good job. Woo! Booga booga! <laughs> 
Take a second leak, leak real quick. Erwin, just pee off the boat. <laughs> I did. We'll keep you well within your time, Doc. Oh, God, my ear. Can anyone hear the birds chirping and stuff through your headset? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a cool little background. Yeah, yeah. doesn't it? Like, I think the first time, I think it was like two episodes ago, I thought you actually were playing something in the background. I was all like, no, Wait, I heard heard it. the first time I've heard it. Is it? Yeah, maybe it's because I uh, I didn't turn down my, my mic. No, I heard I it was, my, my when we were in the forest. I don't know if it's girl. actual birds or if someone else has birds, but we every don't. Time we <laughs> <play> them, <laughs> no more. Uh, no, but those. It's just weird how they're chirping. It's not that time. Yeah, yeah but it's still light outside. You, it doesn't see because those are painted over. But if you look out the windows over there, it's still really light. It stays yeah, light until like that, 9 o'clock at night out here. Yeah, that's that time of time of year where they're all chirping. It's the most wonderful time. Like down by me, all the crows, they it's, all start going off. <laughs> it's because all the baby crows got kicked out. And they're not getting fed by their parents. So they're, just so they're all just bitching. <laughs> That's what it is. It's that time of year where it's, you just hear all the crows. Oh, See if you could snap this of all of us. Who, me? Oh. Yeah, and try to get the map in, too. Uh, hold on. Let me try this way. Come on, E.T. Those small, hands in there. Small boat. Where's Koosh? There, there I am. Oh. Get in there, Koosh. What? You in there, Junior? Kind of. Kind of? There. You couldn't lean your own head in there? Oh, I didn't think about that. I wanted the map He's in there. He's trying to get a good picture, man. Wait, the question is, why are you trying to get a good picture with like the selfie pose if you're not going to get yourself in there, man? Yeah, do it again. I don't know. <laughs> do it again. Fucking just stand up at that point. There we go. All See, right. There. I didn't think about that. I don't know. I don't take pictures, <laughs> man. <laughs> I don't need to be Selfless in the picture. Yeah. <laughs> I would need to be in this I got a selfie. lady that takes enough pictures for five people. <laughs> that guy's uh, listening Eric to our Eagle. shit, so I like that. I'm good. He said he totally fucked up the haunts. <laughs> Don't worry, the haunts totally fucked us up. Oh, he said, yeah, next time you're going to die. Oh, yeah. Next time you're going to die. Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard 20 Podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave us that five-star review. You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com. And be sure to check out the galleries. we got a lot of really interesting stuff posted there. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash RollTheHard20Podcast. There are ways for you to help out the show and pick up swag. So until next session, keep your dice warm and your glass full as you roll those hard 20s.